0: This is Dives and Shoei X, the podcast, episode 178 for the week of June 7th, 2009. Welcome to
1: Dyes and Shoe EX, the podcast
0: an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dyes and Choo EX. Thank you. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening.
2: And a little bit of entertaining.
0: I love this. I got the camera off with Julian. I can actually point to him and give him visual cues to go along with this. It's like he's right here with us. He's grinning at me. It's all creepy. I love it. It's wonderful to have Julian here with us this evening. It's uh, Saturday morning for you over in Japan. How's that going?
3: It's going like another Saturday morning. Any other one? I'm here. I had breakfast. It's well past where I would be going to work if it was a weekday. So yeah.
0: (laughs) Very exciting. All right. Moving along then. Uh, Mary over there.
1: Hey. Howdy. How you doing? I am fine. Excellent. Um, a little stuffy. Everyone's (laughs) so. I don't know. There's something going around. All right,
0: moving on. It's that time of the month again. Hey, hey, hey
1: now. (laughs) Oh, you meant for Jeff.
2: You know, I should be offended. By being referred to as that time of the month.
0: It's still funny to me. I'm sure it's not for anyone else, but I still get, you know, 12-year-old gross-out humor from it.
2: Uh, I'm glad I'm the source of your 12-year-old gross-out humor, Mike. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Jeff, you're here. It must be time for a manga review of Awesomeness. Yes, it would that. happen
2: to be that time of the month, yes.
0: It's uh, two months late. Well, one month late. It's been two months since we've done the last oh one. Oh, my God.
1: So the podcast is pregnant. Uh,
0: yes, the podcast <laughs> missed a month. <laughs> God, see, you know, I I only go so far, and you say it's not funny, no one really cares, and look, you just... You just gotta take it to that next level. That's fine.
2: Yeah, that's what Mary's good for. Come
0: on. All right, Julian off in Japan, Mary over here, Jeff's over here, my name is Mike, Vegito EX, and we got an episode for you, it's a podcast, talking about Dragon Ball, lots of great things, talking about manga talking about some music, talking about some news, news involving video games, your favorite, Mary.
1: Oh, goody. I've got the streamers and noisemakers out already. There's not
0: a whole lot, though, so don't get too excited over there. Oh,
1: I'll try and curb my enthusiasm. All
0: right. We also have lots of contest stuff going on. We are closing out one contest, giving away the two super exciting guidebooks, and then we're starting up another contest right as it ends, giving away the Dragon Soul CD single, which we reviewed last week. So stay tuned towards the end of the episode for that. In the meantime, we've been doing this for about a month now. I don't really have a title for it. I guess the song of the week, the tune of the week, whatever it is. We've had people contribute some of their original compositions. These aren't things we're just playing for the sake of playing things. Uh, Whoever composed these... And I guess you could say it was Shunsuke Kikuchi who, or Kakeyama Hironobu, Hironobu Kakeyama, whichever order you want to say it in, originally composed or sang whatever these songs are. But these are people who have done new versions of them. We had VTech over in Spain. We had uh, Scott Morgan, who did the one we played last week. This one's taken it really far back. Mary, I was telling you what this was, and you actually kind of remembered it. Yes, I do. So way back, Jeff, you're my music guy. You remember when mp3.com was something?
2: When it was. Something of coolness, yes.
0: Pre-MySpace, pre-Pure Volume, that was a place where bands put up their music and everyone went there and you could download stuff. and It's kind of the central hub for music. So a lot of people put up Hey, new compositions they had. There was an old site fan that went by Zenkai Power that did a remix of Tapion's Theme from Movie 13. Now, you can imagine way back then... I'd say way back then. It wasn't all that many years ago, but I guess in Internet years, that's forever ago. Tapion's Theme had never really been released on CD. We kind of had a vocal version as a B-side on the Movie 13 CD single, but kind of instrumental as played in the movie version didn't exist. So lots of fan remixes kind of made their rounds. This was one of my favorite ones. This is about a six-minute remix, so we're going to play this for you from Zenkai Power. I don't remember what year it was. Maybe 99-ish? Jeff, when did mp3.com get sold or destroyed, whenever that was? Any recollection?
2: It was very early on, if anything. It must have been... Well, actually, you know, it might have been around like 2001-ish.
0: Yeah, maybe the big burst in 2001 really killed it off.
2: Yeah, it was definitely when we were in college.
0: I can't remember. Anyway, so here's Zenkai Power with a remix of Taffion's theme, which you'll be able to download. But here's your first listen. The memories, they're coming at you.
1: Yeah, they are. And
0: um, they're good. What do you think about this remix? It's, it's kind of one from our past, so does it have any sentimental value to you?
1: Not especially. Because no? Because I wasn't, you know, I guess I didn't discover it the way... You were kind of, you got more attachment to it than I do. Yeah, I was pretty
0: big into the music back then.
1: And I don't know how I found it. Maybe I got it from your site? I don't know. (laughs) Very
0: true. Probably did.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Jeff, you heard about a minute or so of it. Any thoughts? Um, Yeah, you know, I'll put it in a playlist. It sounds really good. You're allowed not to like it, or to not like it, rather.
2: I really don't see anything to not like about it. I mean, it doesn't jump out at me or anything, but it's
0: pleasant. And you haven't seen Movie 13, so you don't even know the song. It's I have just, no idea what it It's just means. kind of a song being played. Mike's playing weird music again.
2: Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't sound like traditional background music. It sounds like it just sit on its own.
0: All right, so that's the song of the week. I actually don't know if we have any more. I'm going to have to dig into the archives and see if any old friends sent stuff or... If any of you are musical composers that have done new versions of songs, I'd love to hear from you. I do want to state that this isn't just us playing music for the sake of playing music. If you say, hey, play the Jungle Fever mix of Head chala," that's cool and all, but, you know, that's an actual CD release. These are kind of things that people have made new and kind of premiered through us. That's what we're looking for if you're a musical composer. Do some awesome remixes. We'd love to give you some exposure. So, uh with the song out of the way, any random stuff anyone wants to throw into the mix before we hit the news? Mary?
1: I wish I had stuff, but I don't.
0: Okay, Julian, you got any
1: stuff?
3: Actually, I realize I'm on my desk here, I have uh, a bunch of coupons for a ramen place. And one of them, I don't know if you can see this, but right here.
0: Actually, I can see that really well. Screen capped. It's a coupon for... Uh Gyoza. That's right. i uh, look at me reading my names. Aren't you impressed? <laughs> that was kind
1: of impressive. I was not expecting
0: that. <laughs> I don't know. If you can see inside, I have a little crank going chow <laughs> So
3: I, I I was just amused by that.
0: <laughs> Very good. Well I appreciate that. Hold on, make sure um I, I gotta open up paint here so I can paint. paste it in. <laughs> Well, I don't want to open up Photoshop now. So, <laughs> Shit, where is Paint? Crash the whole computer. Is it just plain accessories now? Paint, uh, Paint. Thank you. All right, Jeff, I give you a chance to say anything you wish to say before we hit the news. I got nothing. All right, here we go. So, Mary, you will remember well all the Atari Infogrames nonsense we talked about last I'll week. I'll be
1: damned if I remember Boy. the, <laughs> the nitpicky stuff, but yeah, bad. Right. Forget
0: about all that, because here's what's going on right now. Atari was not at E3. They announced ahead of time they weren't going to be going there. It's probably good. because was Namco Bandai was, and guess what they were showing off? Everything? Everything. We talked about Namco Bandai bringing out the three new games over to Europe. Sure enough, coming from Namco Bandai in North America in the fall, Attack of the Science on the DS... Revenge of King Piccolo on the Wii, and Raging Blast on the 360 and PS3. Atari is gone. Official press releases are out. Quotes from Namco Bandai. No mention of Atari whatsoever. Now, we should say that Atari's renegotiations with Funimation, remember they having that fight a while ago? Funimation said they owed them some kind of back money on whatever it was. They figured that all out, and they agreed that Atari's license would continue to January 2010. Here we are in June 2009, still got half a year to go. Atari's gone. Thoughts, Julian? Well,
3: I don't know. It's not all that surprising considering all the legal strife that they had before, but the fact that this is happening before their deal was supposed to run out is a little bit of a shock. I, hear I don't it. know.
0: Mary?
1: Yeah, it's pretty unexpected that it's happening this quickly and so soon, but they kind of shot themselves in the foot by messing up Just a
0: lot. all the crazy stuff going on. Jeff, do you either know or care? Bye, Atari. <laughs> all right. What well, I'm going to do real quick. And, Julian, you can click the link on the outline if you have it. I'm going to play the trailer for Revenge of King Piccolo. This is the Tenkaichi Daibouken game that's coming out for the Wii. Let me play this trailer for you guys.
3: A Wii, but I'd play this game.
0: Let me go around, alright? Julian wants to play it, Mary?
1: It looks really good! <laughs> Just because it's Dragon Ball and it's not a fighter, and it looks... I really like the look of it. Yeah,
0: totally. Jeff, what about you? Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, You yeah. want to play that?
2: I really want to play that. Oh, it looks so good.
0: I think it looks really, really good. I'm super psyched for this game. What's so, it coming out? What's it coming out? In the fall. We don't have a, an exact date over here. Oh, come on. There you go. Uh, I'm going to play one more, Julian. This is also on the outline here. This is the trailer for Raging Blast, which is basically the new sparking game on the new systems. Julian, Raging Blast. Any thoughts?
3: Well, the graphics look really sharp, and I'm digging the beat in that commercial, but I don't know. It's more fighting.
0: <laughs> it's another
1: sparking game. Mary? I totally agree with Julian. It looks okay, and the music's spiffy, but I'm kind of more excited about that Dragon Ball game. I think it looks a little better, too.
0: I hear you. And, you but- know, I don't have a trailer for the DS game. I'm curious if I throw that at you if you'd be interested in that, too.
1: Maybe. Jeff, but- what,
0: do you, what about you? Region blast? Anything? You got a region one same, going on?
2: More of the same. That's all, really. Uh, and then there wasn't even actual gameplay shots. Those were just scenes from the gameplay, but didn't look like they were actually part of the gameplay.
0: Right. I mean, so they're using some in-game engine stuff to set up, uh, not cutscenes. I mean, there's no life bars or anything that you could see in there yet. It looked like the the Wii game was much more towards a completion state. Exactly. All right, I agree with everyone, and that's really the news that we have, so anyone want to throw in any last bits on it? Yeah. Bye, Atari. (laughs) All right, Mary?
1: Bye-bye, Atari.
0: And Julian. Goodbye. All right, let's do our topic. So we are back into the manga review of Awesomeness. For those of you joining us for the first time with this kind of segment, what we do is every month, except last month, when there was a lot of stuff going on, we go volume by volume through the manga. We have Julian and myself that have read the entire thing before. Julian skimming through it, English and Japanese. Mary, I forget. How much have you read now? Thanks well, to this show, I've like, now read right up 1 to, to 28, point. or 27.
1: Um, I've read most of the stuff going up through the Android and... Sell stuff i didn't read much of the boost stuff at all in fact i don't think i've read any of it okay
0: fair enough and then there's our buddy jeff over here who we're dragging along kicking and screaming i know nasi i know nasi <laughs> he's the newbie he's the virgin we're getting the fresh fan perspective kind of an older fan it's good to have someone our own age here thrown into the mix and not just a kid although a kid's opinion is valid too what are you saying mike i don't know i'm get myself in the trouble here.
2: Are you saying I'm old? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, I'm saying you're old, Jeff. Oh, fine. So we're up to volume 27. Let me tell you what this is. These would be chapters 314 to 325. If you want to break it down, that's Kobon number 27, like I said. Uh, if you're going by the Kanzenban, the recent re-release from Japan, it's going to be the last chapter in number 21 and then most of number 22. It's a little awkward to go through there. If you're going by the Viz release over in North America, this is going to be DBC graphic novel number 11. 11, And if you're going by Viz's, Viz Big, it's tough to say, their Omnibus Edition release, it's going to be DBZ number four. So whatever manga you have, get it out in front of you. We're going to go through chapter by chapter, give you a little recap, and then when it's all done, we'll give you everyone's thoughts and kind of dig deep and tear this thing apart. So let me get you going here. Chapter 314. Goku's Kamehameha appears to have done little to Frieza. Goku now believes Frieza wasn't bluffing, and he's really only using half of his strength. Plummo wonders what all that just was and hopes Goku takes out Frieza. Piccolo and the others note that Goku's ki has shrunk and they probably shouldn't have gotten involved with Frieza, just like Kaio said. Frieza wonders where this guy got so much power from and acknowledges it actually hurt a little bit. He rushes in with a headbutt and smacks Goku around a good bit. Goku says that the 20 times Kaio Ken was too much for him and he's losing power fast. He only has one last trick up his sleeve and extends his arms up into the air. Trududin can immediately tell he's using the Genkidama, which he has to explain to Piccolo who died before Goku got a chance to use it, and Frieza thinks this whole thing is just silly. Goku asks the nearby planets for help in donating whatever they can, and worries that he might actually just destroy Namek in the process of doing this. Could and the others look up into the sky to see the ball of energy already forming? Julian 315.
3: Chapter 315. Goku continues forming the Genkidama, which Kuririn can already tell is going to be massive. He can also tell that Goku needs to gather a lot more energy Energy, even though it already seems like he's gathering it from places other than just Namek. Goku keeps on hoping that Frieza won't notice it, and he doesn't. He comes in and starts attacking Goku instead. Piccolo yells for Gohan and Krillin to give him the remaining keys so he can go help a little bit. Frieza keeps attacking Goku and not having a clue what's going on above him, until he sees a reflection in the water, which clearly isn't the sun. It's a giant ball of energy right above them. Now that he finally realizes what's going on, he's not going to let Goku live. Right, if he's about to finish him off right in the face. Piccolo bursts in and kicks Frieza away down into the water. Piccolo doesn't have much left in him either, so Goku needs to hurry up and get this finished.
0: Mary, want to not you give me 316?
1: Piccolo yells for Goku to let it loose, but Goku's not done yet. Frieza gets hit with some ki blasts from the distance. It's Gohan and Krillin still tossing in what they can to help distract Frieza. Frieza briefly smirks, but then shows his utter disgust, and raises his finger up into the air, forming a death ball to destroy the entire planet with. Just then, Goku remarks that he's done and is ready to drop it. He flings it down and we see an enormous collection of energy coming down, seemingly from space, right onto Frieza. Everyone ducks for cover as Frieza turns and tries to hold it back, saying it's nothing. Frieza ultimately falls to the energy and a giant explosion occurs flinging everyone all over the place. Up at Kaio's, they all get excited about Goku's win. Looking over an enormous crater in the water, Gohan and Kunidin wonder where Goku is.
2: Jeff 317. Chapter 317. Gohan wonders if Piccolo and his dad got sucked into the explosion, but they see Piccolo off in the distance pull Goku out of the water. They're alive. They fly over, laugh a little bit, and decide to take the spaceship home. -er Goodridden freaks out for a second, saying he forgot about Bulma. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Piccolo says the planet has suffered a lot, and perhaps Saitoro can now rest in peace. -er Goodridden wonders how Piccolo knew about him, but then his face goes pale, dot, dot, dot. Frieza is still alive. Wasting no time, Frieza shoots Piccolo through the chest saying even he thought he was going to die. Goku screams for Gohan and Kurden to get out of there now, get Bulma and get off the planet. Frieza says he's not about to let that happen and will kill each and every one of them. He extends an arm forward and flings Kurden up in the air and causes him to explode from the inside out. Goku watches in horror as Frieza murders his best friend and says the brat is up next and something clicks his hair turns golden and stands up completely on end goku turns to stare at frieza with the most determined face we've ever seen on him he tells gohan to take piccolo who's barely still alive and get back to earth now while he still has some control over himself gohan very frightened agrees and Goku turns once more to face Frieza.
0: Chapter 318. Frieza wonders what this is, since the Saiyajin are only supposed to transform into giant apes. Goku once again tells Gohan to get out of there, and he'll follow them to Earth soon enough. When Gohan begins to protest, Goku very forcibly yells for his son to do as he's told. Gohan takes off with a smile, knowing everything's going to be okay now. A <laughs> little strange reaction there. Frieza laughs and raises a finger to shoot Gohan down, but in an instant, Goku is in front of him, grabbing his wrist. Goku tells Frieza how he's killed so many innocent people, like Kudadin. Frieza jumps back and wonders where this power came from. Gohan continues flying off with Piccolo, and knows that Vegito is right all along. His father has finally become a super Saiyajin. Goku screams that it's over, and blasts off with an assault of mid-air punches on Frieza. Frieza gets back up and smirks about him being so noble, when the Saiyajin clearly weren't themselves. Goku says they died for that, to which Frieza responds, uh, I'm the reason they're all dead. Frieza keeps laughing off the Super Saiyajin nonsense and fires a barrage of blasts at Goku, who's still just standing there as the smoke clears. Goku lifts a hand and flings Frieza back in the air, all with an eerily evil smile on his face. Julian 319.
3: Chapter 319. Goku bursts in again and pummels Frieza for three pages. Frieza tries to regain his composure and blasts it from a finger at Goku, who slides to the side and dodges it. Frieza remarks that no one ever dodges that and starts firing a whole mess of them, each of which Goku manages to dodge easily. Goku tells Frieza to go ahead and hit him. Frieza fires a blast which hits Goku square in the face. Goku's head snaps back, but he very slowly pulls it right back forward with a shit-eating grin on his face. Frieza finally wonders what the hell this guy is, so Goku happily answers him. He's a Saiyajin from Earth sent to defeat him, one with a pure heart now awakened by rage. He is the legendary Super Saiyajin. Frieza finally snaps a little bit, thinking this whole thing is just a giant nightmare. Meanwhile, Gohan drops Piccolo off at the spaceship and goes off to get Bulma. Goku begins the hand formation for a Kamehameha to finish off Frieza, but Frieza isn't going to go down like this... He's going to take the whole damn planet with
1: him.
0: Mary, 320.
1: Frieza throws a blast into the planet itself, and it looks like all hope is lost as the planet explodes. Kaio remarks that Goku had it in the bag, but never expected that Frieza would go and just blow the whole thing up. Frieza would be able to survive, but that's it. All of a sudden, Kami-sama begins talking with Kaio. He says that Mr. Popo is gathering the Dragon Balls, and they will be able to bring everyone, except Chaozoo, Back to life. Kyo suddenly realizes that he's talking to Kami, which means that Piccolo's still alive, which means Namek isn't gone. He tunes in and finds that it's still there. Everything's shaking all the hell, and there's a giant hole in the planet, but it's still there. Goku smirks, saying Frieza held back because he was too afraid to get caught up in the blast himself. Frieza says they all escaped instant death but the planet's going to explode in five minutes. Frieza says he will now show his full power and flings Goku back down into the water with a blast from his palms. That wasn't even three quarters of his power.
0: Jeff, 321.
2: Chapter 321. Goku rushes in as Frieza continues powering up. He'll be at 100% in one minute. No, make that 30 seconds. Goku stops and smiles, saying he's finally going to be able to fight him at his full power. Kaio yells for Goku to, Hurry up and just finish off Frieza! But Goku doesn't respond. Kaio keeps yelling until Goku eventually acknowledges him, saying he might never have this chance again to fight the strongest guy in the universe. That sounds familiar. Kaio thinks that Goku's lost it, and has become nothing more than someone driven by rage and power. Goku tells Frieza he's waiting for him to reach his full power so they can fight in top form together. They wouldn't want it any other way. Gohan's flying off in search of Bulma, and can tell something disastrous is happening to the planet. He swipes in and grabs Bulma before some rocks fall on her, saying they need to hurry up. Kaio asks about the rules, and if they could bring back lots of people at once. The plan ends up being that they'll wish back everyone killed by Frieza and his men, which will hopefully bring back Saitoro for even just a little bit, Assuming, and this is a huge stretch that maybe Frieza indirectly shortened his life just by being there. Once that's all done, they'll use the third wish with Purunga to wish everyone except for Frieza over to Earth. They need to hurry up though, because Namek is about to explode. Goku and Frieza are going at it.
0: Chapter 322. Frieza says there are only a couple minutes left until the planet explodes, and Goku must be buying time for all the brats to escape, which is true. Frieza rushes in and pummels Goku a bit, before Goku grabs him, swings him around, and tosses him away. He then begins to form another Kamehameha, as Frieza Frieza blasts back in for more. Back on Earth, Mr. Popo has summoned Shenlong and asked him if he can bring back to life everyone killed by Frieza and his men, even though they're on a faraway planet. Shenlong isn't sure, but he will try his best. Frieza and Goku's blast are about to hit each other. Julian 323.
3: Chapter 323. The two clash, but Frieza breaks through and slams into Goku, sending him flying underwater. Namekians all over the planet begin coming back to life, all wondering what the hell is going on? The sky begins to go dark all over the planet, and Frieza wonders if this is part of the reaction he set off. Shenlong has done his part, and Earth's Dragon Balls scatter once again. Kaio checks to see if Saijoro is back to life, and he is. Frieza. The figures he should get going so he's not caught in the explosion, but out of the corner of his eye he notices Goku rising back up out of the water. He says he'll blow him to smithereens just like the earthling to which Goku responds
4: Are you talking about Grady?
3: Except uh, more masculine than that, I just didn't want to yell Um next door. <clears throat> Any, where was I uh, Kayo explains the wish to Saichoro but Goku butts in and tells them to change it to everyone but Frieza and him someone needs to make the wish to Porunga in person and Dende is the closest one Saichoro tells Dende what to do and he's off Gohan and Bulma see the sky go dark and wonder what's up Vegeta now rises up out of the ground also wondering what's going on Frieza looks off into the distance to see Porunga is back
0: Mary 324
1: Frieza blasts off over to Porunga to try and get his wish, but Dende has already started talking. Dende is interrupted by Frieza, asking to be made immortal, but Dende turns back around to Puranga and finishes off the wish in the Mekian. Everyone pauses to look at Poronga for a second, who says, Okay, no problem. Everyone but these two will be sent to Earth. Everyone is blinked out over to Earth as Frieza hopelessly watches the Dragon Balls scatter. Frieza turns to Goku and asks, What just happened? So he explains it. Frieza says the planet will explode in less than two minutes, so Goku must really want to settle this. The two land on the ground and prepare to battle. Back on Earth, Dende heals Piccolo as Saichiro tells all his fellow Namekians where they are. Are. frieza and goku continue their battle with only moments to spare
0: jeff last chapter here 325
2: the two continue battling for several pages goku suddenly pauses stands up and tells frieza that he quits frieza's ki is dropping extremely fast and there is no point to continue the fight goku says it was worth it though frieza's pride is destroyed and all from just a saiyajin goku returns to non-super saiyajin form and says he's going to take off for earth now he should make it in time as Goku takes off, Frieza screams that he'll never lose a fight and fires a Kienzan-type attack after Goku. Goku does dodge it, but it grazes his cheek. He turns to look at Frieza, saying he gave him one last chance, and turns back into a Super Saiyajin. Frieza fires another one, which follows Goku wherever he flies. Goku starts flying towards Frieza, who can see right through it. He knows Goku will dodge it at the last moment, and it slices Frieza, so that's not going to work on him.
0: And that's the end of the volume, like we've been doing. Jeff, the first thing I want to do is check in with your predictions from the last time we did this this <laughs> and see what you got right, what you didn't, what was crazy, and so on and so forth. All First right. thing you said, All right. Goku and Frieza fight the entire volume. Yeah. There you go. Got that. <laughs> you know one. what's up. You said it's going to be a giant fight with these two, but there's going to be a little more interaction from the other characters. Especially, you said, Piccolo isn't going to just stay there and stay quiet. That's right. Dead on with this. I mean, Gohan cut it in, fired a little blast from the side, Piccolo jumped in, stalled to the Genkidama. Dead on there, dude. Sweet. You said, we're going to see the folks up on Kaio's planet a little more. Saw a couple shots. We're seeing what's going on. You said you would like to see Bulma. What's she doing right now? <laughs> well, Gohan went to get her.
2: <laughs> yep. That's about it. That's a little bit.
0: And finally, you said, we are finally, again, two finalies there, finally going to see Super Saiyan in this fight. You don't know about next volume, but it'll be during this fight. Well, I here think, you go.
2: I think, what, is that six for Six.
0: Pretty close. I think you did pretty good here.
2: All right. Awesome.
0: Excellent. Probably the best ever. I think
2: those were five predictions. Oh, five. Yeah. Yes. Five out of five. Thank you.
0: Oh, we'll give you six. Especially well. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I guess Extra credit. credit, Jeff.
2: Yep. yep. Because not only did I match the manga, I matched the TV series.
0: (laughs) (laughs) True enough. (laughs) Julian, I want to throw this over to you. We are, to be honest, closing in on the end of the Frieza era of the series here. How are you feeling?
3: I actually really like this volume. This is one of the volumes where I saw the anime first, and a lot of those episodes were just so dragged out that they were interminable. And the fact that this part of the manga just sort of zips right through is actually pretty enjoyable. I mean, by manga standards, it is kind of a long fight. Well, not as long as some things that come later, but, you know, it gets on at a decent enough pace that if you're reading it in the Bone form, it's not nearly as the as much of the um, experience as it is when you're watching it on TV and wondering, can we just get on with it already? Has it been five minutes?
0: Mary, you hate the Frieza saga.
1: Yeah, I do. And that's kind of the reason why a couple months ago I went and read, you know, a few volumes ahead of myself just because I'm like, okay, when's it over, when's it over, when's it over? Um, so yeah, I read this uh, maybe two or so months ago. And I don't think this volume's that bad. I actually don't care for the actual fight scenes that much. Right. I do enjoy you know, the, the getting stuff. getting of the Dragon Balls and the strategizing over how to get you know, people back to life and where to send them off to. And I almost find the... Well, maybe we'll talk about it later. Do you want us to save our thoughts on the actual transformation? Let's get into it right now. Okay. I thought it was kind of anticlimactic, and I like it better in the anime. I, I agree
0: completely. I agree. It's
1: like, okay, now he's blonde. Woo! Yep.
0: So before we start recording the episode, we actually sat down and watched episode 95 of the TV uh, series, Jeff. I don't think you've ever seen that before.
2: Nope, never seen this episode.
0: So we watched it, and you completely agree with Mary. I absolutely do. All right, tell me about this experience. I haven't seen it probably in years now. This is one of those things where I downloaded it, you know, way back in 98 or whatever, watched it all the time, got my fan subs, Watch it all the time. And as you watch it so many times, it kind of lose a little bit for you. I haven't watched it in years. That really hit me this time watching it. How about you?
1: It was kind of spoiled by the rest of the episode being absolute trash. True, true. So it kind of marred the experience for me a little bit. I remember seeing... I really don't... I think I did own the fans above this back in the day, and I think what I would do is just fast forward to that part and watch it. Oh, yeah, it. totally. So it's a lot better that way. Like, it's a little bit weird with the stuff in the episode going on before the transformation, and then yeah. right after we cut to Bulma and the frog, and that kind of kills the mood. Yeah. So while I think the actual transformation is more dramatic in the anime itself, just the overall experience which is sandwiched between filler stuff, is really bizarre. Jeff, total newbie perspective. Tell me all about it.
2: Uh, I think Mary hit it on the head. I mean, it was just when... The first half of it turned out to be the filler with the, uh, the Ginyu special force. Yeah. It really did kill the momentum of, of what happens in the second half, but.
0: I felt you, I had to tell you mm-hmm. what was going on ahead of time. Like I said, by the way, Ginyu guys are going to be up there because Kyle brought them up for training. Cause I think if I just started playing the episode, you'd be like, wait, 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 stop.
2: What are they doing? Yeah. Didn't I mention that? while well, we were watching it. I said, what are they doing there? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how that kind of felt. But then, uh, right after the eye catch, I think it just sort of felt like a whole new thing. Oh, second half of the
0: episode. Yeah.
2: Just Way better. If they just got rid of the first half, that would have been perfect. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't see what their what their thought process was with the pacing of that. But uh that whole build up and, and the actual part where he changes was, was perfect. It was perfect.
1: Yeah, it, it's just long enough that yes. you know, yes. he's building up to it. It's, I like how his hair goes blonde for a second and goes and back to black. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the manga, it's just like, okay, there he is.
2: Yeah, it's like... He's like,
0: I am so with you. I mean, we're talking about two or three panels and the transformation's done and he's staring at Fraser. I mean, I get it that it's just, just this quick visceral reaction, but I think you needed something there to that phasing. And then that was just so powerful to me. And the music there, I love this piece of music. It's yep. actually, uh, first used in DBZ movie one. I believe it's when Garlic's making that final dead zone to pull everyone in. That's where it was first used. Such an appropriate piece to use here, uh, with the horns kind of blaring a little bit. I do prefer prefer the manga version of the shot to Piccolo and Kududdin's explosion a little more than the TV version. Frieza's talking a little bit. He, he's taking his time. I think in the manga where he's just like, boom, number one, boom, number two, that seems more like what Frieza's reaction would be at this point to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree with that. Yeah, me too. So I think if you combine the manga and the TV version, that's kind of what I'm looking for. So maybe Kyle will fix that. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> a long while ago.
2: Supposedly.
3: I'm
0: afraid of what music they'll use, though. Julian, do you have any other thoughts you want to toss into the mix on the transformation itself, either manga versus anime or whatever?
3: Well, I do think that the anime does provide more of a transition there where the manga was a bit quick. There was one thing I wanted to say earlier on about the volume, and I forget what it is now. It's probably not that important. Oh, I always got a big kick out of the way that goku sort of like has to bend all the way over in order to toss the genki nama down in this way above him. just this just it's like he's throwing something <laughs> but it's not not there it's it's
0: <laughs> i'm with you it's actually a really like, cool are you throwing camera your imaginary weapon at me <laughs> <laughs> i like in the tv version where the camera kind of spins around him as he drops it using up their money yeah. on doing some animation there <laughs> I do want to do a little bit more comparing the manga to the TV version. I know it's a manga review of Awesomeness, but we're at a point in the series where you have to compare. Five minutes. Guys, so much better in the manga.
1: It's still kind of laughable in the manga, but but it's it's remotely believable. I I was going to say,
0: I think it's somewhat believable here.
1: Only barely. (laughs) Julian?
3: I agree. It's, it's, It's pushing it, but it's a lot more tolerable than the anime.
0: Jeff, you don't know what we're talking about. This is... This is one of those things that people always say: hur, 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 five minutes takes ten episodes, because it kind of does uh-huh. in the TV version. Yeah, like even we admit, yeah. That was pretty bad.
2: Well, do you remember my uh, my first comments when I was going into this? I was saying, oh, yeah, it's that show where something happens. Then everyone has a reaction shot. Then there's a sigh from someone. Then there's and there's a
0: reaction to the reaction. Then ended.
2: apparently uh, a frog falls off a tree, I guess. And then <laughs> there's something else that happens. Everyone has a reaction shot. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw a little bit of that here. But, um, part of the
0: series is plagued with it. It's well, pretty bad.
2: I don't know. I mean, uh, just from this one episode, I thought this was appropriate. I didn't really feel that it was... Uh, Uh, all that uh intolerable
0: i'm with you though the second half of the episode is so much better than the first yeah well i mean even the first half uh
2: i mean i'll i'll let it slide you know it was entertaining when it was there although the ending kind of sucked you know just how it resolved itself but yeah i don't know i didn't think the the dramatic pauses or anything were that bad in this episode i mean i can see this happen if it happened every episode i would get severely annoyed but and you would yeah but just from this one uh, one episode being exposed to it, and
0: not that bad a deal. Julian, something I want to throw over to you is a little bit of a change in Goku's personality. Even before the transformation takes place, he gets very, very forceful with his son. And then once it does, he even says, you know, before I lose all control, get out of here. And then there's that shot after Frieza hits him in the face with that blast, and he just pulls his head right back up with a smile, that grin. The way I wrote it was that shit-eating grin. We're seeing the change that Super Saiyan brings to someone here.
3: Hmm, I agree. And it's interesting, too, that Goku doesn't really seem to know what to expect, which seems to be the reason he tells Gohan to get away so quickly. And, you know, the way that he talks changes a little bit, too. He uses... It's not more formal, because he's still not using anything like moss or anything, but he speaks more, I guess you could say, properly, more standard Japanese.
0: Ah, very important thing to note there. It's something we kind of lose in the English adaptation, but it's a good note. A couple things I want to bring up. Again, it's comparing between the manga and the TV version. There's that rumor that, oh my god, Goku died on Namek because he gets thrown down into the water. The problem in the TV version is Gohan actually comes back to fight for a little bit, and no one can sense Goku, and then they make the wish. It's all this just poorly timed writing and events, and it's pretty clear here in the manga that Goku just kind of comes right back up. You can read all about this over on the rumor guide of our website, so I won't go into any much more detail. Jeff... Yeah. Is there anything you want to bring up with this volume other than my notes here? I'm going to let you lead for a little bit.
2: Oh, you damn well bet I have stuff to bring up about All right. this volume. Do it. Uh, well, let me just say this. Um, I enjoyed reading it. Okay. I'm ready for this goddamn fight to fend. <laughs> just freaking end. I hear point. you. Uh, although I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed the process this time.
0: I'm totally with you. Like, it's good. Yeah. Let's move on.
2: Right. Uh, and, and also this manga had probably the most amount of awkward dialogue drawing styles. I don't know. There, this is probably the most awkward volume. Of all the volumes I've read so far. I hear you. And, uh, the big thing that, that I really want to bring up here is, uh, when they, he keeps saying that, oh, you're, <laughs> look at this, I'm about to kill you and I'm a Psyogen. Oh, that's pretty embarrassing. It's like, um, yeah, you're about to kill him. Why is this exactly an embarrassing thing? A super Psyogen's freaking strong. If Frieza is intimidated, then yeah, why are, You saying that's an embarrassing thing to happen. Like, I didn't get that. Why are they saying that it's embarrassing for a Saiyajin to kill Frieza when a Super Saiyajin is, you know, this powerful thing?
0: Well, Frieza wiped out the entire race. Right. So to have one come back and prove this legend true that there is this legendary monster that is so much stronger than poor old little Frieza.
2: Okay, that makes sense to me now. Okay. That should have been mentioned in there.
0: It was. I mean, that's been the story so far. You think you well, just need a reminder on all this? In
2: this volume. Okay. Because, uh, yes, that was definitely brought up volumes back or maybe last volume. Right. But essentially, but not having it here, it just didn't make any sense at this point. And it's also been, let's remember, like two months since I have read volume. the
0: last volume. I know, I so know.
2: So, I can only, imagine people reading this for the first time waiting like three or four months yeah when if vegeta you're going week out.
0: by week you kind of always have it reinforced with you i yeah. suppose
2: so like I, I just completely didn't even think of that okay. at this point i mean because uh they might even brought up something about uh vegeta you know from like last volume that came up back in here, but they hey, didn't even notice it's it. It's
0: a fair point because people are going to read this in different ways. Some mm-hmm. people are only going to read a volume every two months. So
2: yeah, so I figure at least some kind of mention would have been nice. But other than that, there was also the thing where I don't know if it, if this is really all that awkward, but uh, when Gohan is going away with the, with a piccolo rather. Yep. And he just sort of smiles and, you know, saying that his dad's a And I don't know about you, I'd be kind of freaked out a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's really <laughs> so, What's uh, wrong awkward? with my dad? Okay, yeah. an awkward, horrible reaction.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like the last thing I would do is be like, hey, my daddy's all freaky. <laughs> 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 so.
0: I never thought that. Although now that you say it, I, I guess I can see that viewpoint, but that never stuck out to me that he would be freaked out or anything. Okay. He kind of is at first when, when he runs away. He's like, hi, and then just like bolts off with Piccolo. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think his reaction was appropriate as he was flying off. Like, oh, all right. Everything's finally going to be okay. He's all yeah, spiky but he, now.
1: It was just coming off of him being yelled at. That's a right. weird thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Alright. Yeah, agreed. And, uh, also, um, just from an artistic standpoint, there's a, a panel or two which I was kind of like, eh, uh, on, but really the, uh, sequence that I didn't really enjoy all that much was when Cooterdin exploded. Yeah. Because, let's, uh, let's take a look at the manga, shall we? Sure. Uh, let's see. Goku's yelling. Frieza's got the hand out. Uh, is screaming and then just kablamo. Um, I didn't see his chest puffing out. You know, Kudududin looks okay. He's just screaming.
0: Just like, say, he's yelling up in the air.
2: And he's screaming Goku's name and then just explodes. Okay. You know, normally in, in this manga, they've done a really good job of showing, let's, let's say just like the progress of someone being exploded. Sure. (laughs) If you want to put it that way. And in this one, Kududin just is screaming and then explodes. It just seems a little too quick.
0: I will say, Toriyama's going to show some brains a few books from now, so to show someone exploding maybe a little more would have been good?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, let's uh, let's put it this way. In my uh, experience, I've read the Berserk manga, where All right, I yeah, would have yeah. seen intestines in that explosion. <laughs> um, but-
0: so... TV yeah. version did a little better, you think?
2: I think so because uh, you could just well you could it's tell what's going on. There's yeah. a lot more frames going on to show that he's actually being hurt by this thing. There's only really a panel or two where it looks like he's actually in any pain, and then just randomly explodes.
0: All right, so in the manga he died painlessly. That's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> because uh, it
2: just doesn't. I don't know. There's just not enough there. Not not enough visual cues to tell me that he's in any pain.
0: All right, sure. Yeah,
2: but. Uh, Other than those things, I mean, this this is a lot of nitpicky stuff that I've been just picking out in this volume. It doesn't really happen with me at all (laughs) in any of the previous ones, but I don't know. It just seems like when you have a sequence of of fights that's going on forever, you start picking all the stuff up that shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't be picked up at all, really. So, yeah, that's just me in long form saying, end this freaking thing already.
0: <laughs> Alright. I'm having fun, but I'm I'm done. Yes. Alright. Fair enough. Uh, do we have anything else we want to say before we get some final thoughts on it? Julian, Mary?
3: Mm, I'm looking forward to the next volume.
0: Yeah, me too. Alright, then let me get our final thoughts on this. Julian, you had a decent time with it, it sounded like.
3: Yeah, I, I enjoy this volume, and I enjoy it a lot more than the anime at this point. And that's in some ways maybe a little surprising, because Especially early on, I enjoy a little bit more of the Dragon Ball anime because they expand on some things. But at this point, I think the filler in the anime gets to be just really, really drawn out and annoying. So I prefer the brevity of the manga in
0: comparison. Gotcha. Mary, your thoughts on this volume?
1: Well, it has, you know, a pretty momentous event in it. So it's notable for that. Uh, It's notable, I guess, for the resurrection of Vegeta, too, which we didn't really talk about. Yeah, very true. And whether or not... Everyone's back. (laughs) Everyone's back, yeah. And, you know, whether or not Vegeta qualifies as one of Frieza's men or not, it seems like
0: here, let me interrupt you then. This is a big thing we didn't touch on, the coordinating with the wishes. I kind of like that. I, I like my notes. It was a big stretch, but I like that it paid off there. I mean, yeah,
1: that's one of the, save, to me, one of the saving graces of this volume to help break up the fight a little bit because the fight was boring me. Yeah. So the coordination of the wishes I thought was fairly interesting, just everyone using their heads.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It just seemed so perfectly placed and the logic, while it just came up so randomly, made so much sense.
0: I love that moment with Kyle where he's like, wait a second, I'm talking to Kami. That means Piccolo's alive. That means the planet's still there.
2: And honestly, I didn't even think about that until <laughs> he said it. I was like, oh my God, he's right.
0: Right, right. All right, Samaria, so I interrupted you. Let's pull it back.
1: Oh, just, I mean, I wish I could have liked this volume more because it's sure, always in the sure. back of my head. I'm thinking, I want this to be over. I want this to be over. But it's still a decent volume. There's
0: enough decent stuff in there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jeff, I think we know what
0: you think. Yeah, I'll just say that- um
1: You're ready anything, to move on.
2: You know, I, I enjoyed it for certain things in there. I mean, we also didn't talk about Popo actually getting the balls and- uh
0: You were telling me you wanted some mini filler episodes there to propose adventures getting the Dragon Balls. I
2: totally, because that was so easy. They left it wide open and they didn't go for it.
0: I know, I know. But I really enjoyed
2: that. Uh, And also, uh, the thing that that really uh, made me enjoy this was when they did the second wish, and uh, Frieza was trying to get his immortality wish in there, but since he wasn't speaking in the Mechian. Right, right. Oopsie. There's
0: that shot of him, I think, a page or so later, where he just kind of like sulks and then turns to goku and is like what just happened
2: yeah there's some great artwork right there especially with his with his reaction shots you know
0: yeah yeah so
2: stuff like that i was really getting into it but it just was it like i said it was getting tiring and I was just picking up on It these is things really that tiring were Even in epic. the manga Yeah, it, it just It was stuff that I could have really Left alone But, you know Just having to Sit through this thing For this long Has just been arduous We really need to go To the next volume Very shortly
0: Alright, well speaking of which I'm going to grab it And we're going to get Your predictions For next volume Alright then Alright, I have volume 28 In front of me It's uh, DBZ number 12 By the regular Viz edition I'm looking What do you think Is going to happen Next volume
2: Alright, well Judging by the fact That there's really No more room for wishes here I mean, they've all been used up on well two planets <laughs> so if anything i'm thinking that um this fight is gonna have to end honestly sure because I'm, I'm gonna stop doing this if it doesn't end
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if the goku frieza fight does not end next volume jeff officially cancels i resign
2: from the manga review of awesome
0: all right
3: Oh, right. man. That's a
2: so, old proclamation there. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till Cell Saga. Um, but uh, no, I.
0: Cell, just, just wait till boom. Anyway, continue. Yeah, right,
2: right. No, um, I, that's the first part. Uh, the fight has to end. I don't think Goku's going to die. I'm going to put it out there. I think he's going to stay alive for this. Uh, everybody's alive and back on Earth, so I guess there's not really much we can say about that. Although that's a waste of a good spaceship, I guess. What else is there?
0: Who's going to win the fight?
2: Uh, Goku.
0: Okay. (laughs) Planet's about to explode. You don't think Goku's going to die? Yeah, he's not going to
2: die, but that planet is going to explode. I'm fairly certain of that.
0: So what's going to happen, dude? Come on. Well, Make some crazy-ass shit up. All right. Somehow Goku
2: can travel in space without oxygen. Okay. I think.
0: I'm I'm not saying anything. You could be right. In my head, I could be wanting to punch you in the face. You don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe after recording I'll figure it out, yeah. I yeah I I really can't think of anything else in 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 that regard. I mean he doesn't even know where the space pod is. He he didn't travel that way.
0: So you have no idea what's going on.
2: I have no freaking I clue. Love at, it. at this point, I'm so mentally exhausted. I, I'll accept <laughs> anything that happens.
0: Sure. <laughs> All right, that's it. That was our manga review of awesomeness for the month. We're gonna try and keep it on schedule here for a show of every new month. So we will be back at you in July with Volume Twenty Eight of the manga. Show's not done though. Why don't we move on to some releases? We're into June. There's not much coming out. Mary, I always make you do the Spain stuff. You're not going to oh, do it. gosh. No, oh, don't worry. Oh,
1: okay, cool. I Yay. did it last
0: time. I don't want to do it either, so I'm throwing it over to Julian. Tell me what's out on June 17th.
3: June 17th, we have... Dragon Ball Z Volume 34. This is a Spain Region 2 PAL 2-disc two set. It's La Saga de Buu, episodes 271 to 277, and it's 24.95 euros at sonadvd.com. You also have Dragon Ball Z Dragon Box Volume 5. This is also a Region 2 PAL release, and it's sets of the 2-disc packs. It has 10 discs and episodes 158 to 199. And the last few sets were 59.95 in euros at sonadvd.com.
0: Thank you. Then the last thing that I'm aware of for the month, if we are missing anything, absolutely let us know. June 24th, it's a Wednesday. It is the, yeah, break Care, break, yabare kabure. Mary, you're always making fun of me when I say this. You think it's hilarious. I still,
1: I'm just jealous because I can't say it. <laughs> All
0: right. The closing theme to Dragon Ball Kai performed by Takeyoshi Tanimoto. There is both a regular and a limited edition version coming out for 1,200 and 1,300 yen, a pop respectively, available over at CD Japan, etc. We'll be getting that in. We'll be giving you our review on that when we get it in. So with the releases done, let's do some emails. First up, we have an audio email. Believe that. See, we play one one week. We encourage people to do it. We get another one the next week. So the first one here, this one comes to us from Chiquita. It is a question. Fancy this about the Frieza arc. So let me play this for you guys.
3: Hello, Mike, Mary, Julian, and anyone else who may be there today. This is Lauren from New Jersey. I go by Chiquita on the Dicex forums, and I have a Frieza arc-related question. After Frieza kills Vegeta, Goku sees fit to give him a proper burial. You know, to pay his respects. Was Goku originally planning not to wish Vegeta back to life? I get that Vegeta was a semi-bad guy at this point, but aside from Bora, who Upa buried while Goku was unconscious, Goku never buried anyone he intended to bring back to life with the Dragon Balls. They always had containers to keep the bodies well preserved, as best they could. So do you think Vegeta just got lucky of being under the umbrella of those killed by Frieza and his men, or did they intend to bring him back all along? Thank you very much. Well, it seems to me that number one, Goku wanted to give Vegeta some measure of dignity, especially in the face of Frieza, who obviously neither one of them likes very much. And number two, I think Goku was really thinking that this was going to be the last... Fight for him, yeah, and this is it for Vegeta. The fact that they managed to get the Dragon Balls back on Earth and wish everybody back and all this other stuff was kind of a nice perk.
0: You know, I actually think that maybe, and this is a stretch, but you know, we see the way Goku thinks, and it changed a lot with the transformation, but maybe he saw Frieza as the stronger one now, so Vegeta is no longer necessary. If he wants the strongest rival, well, here's him standing in front of me now. I mean, of course, it's probably not what he's thinking, but maybe you can make that stretch i'm all with you with this whole dignity thing the dragon Balls all being convenient i think it's just lucky that vegeta got brought back anything anyone wants to add there
1: no i'm on board with that you're
0: on board with totally the- jeff i ask you again do you either know or care nope <laughs> fair enough all right thank you chiquita for your audio email we have a text email yeah jeff why do have your reader for me?
2: Richie says, So I watched episode 7 of Dragon Ball Kai not too long ago, and I noticed something pretty spiffy. At the end of the episode, a track is played that seemed to be a remix, a redone version of a track, or at least something very similar from the original Dragon Ball Z Budokai trilogy for the PS2. I looked it up on YouTube and find a couple videos of both the end of said episode and a track from the Budokai games.
0: All right. I'm actually... I cut it for you. I'm all prepared and ready ahead of time. Again, unfortunately, Julian, you're not going to be able to hear it for me or from us, right now but for those of you sitting right here with headphones on listen to this shiz What do you guys think? It's pretty similar, I think.
1: It sounds pretty damn close, and it is the same composer, right? Yeah, it's Kenji. So Emma he's allowed him. to do whatever the hell he wants <laughs> yeah, with his own stuff. He's allowed
0: to rip himself off. Exactly. It's fine.
2: Not if he's in the U.S., apparently. <laughs> I know.
0: For music industry and legal news, check out Low Fidelity every two <laughs> weeks. Well, we actually discussed that last episode. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs>
1: I think it's pretty cool. It's allowed that's to. That's a great find because yeah, I totally stuff. would not have noticed that. That was a good catch.
0: So Mary, if people have questions, comments, audio emails, regular questions, all that regular good stuff, where's it going to? It's
1: going to podcast at com. That's spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. And Mike, if I understand yes. correctly, there are a lot of requests for Julian to come back. Yeah, there
0: were. Julian, uh, in our contest entries, there was at least one that requested you show up because he had a sexy voice.
3: Why, thank you. Um, hey, but dare, I, dare, I, dare I ask who that comment came from?
0: I will forward it along if you want it.
3: Oh, no.
0: It oh. came from Jeff.
3: <laughs> oh, Hi, I Julian. had a feeling.
0: <laughs> no, it's legit. It's legit. <laughs> so with the emails out of the way, it is major contest time. So two weeks ago, we started up the contest to give away the two super exciting guides, the character volume and the story volume. It's time. We're giving them away this weekend on this episode on the site, on the podcast. We got in a ton, a ton, a metric crap ton of entries. We did a really special thing here. If you wanted a double chance to win here, what you had to do is make up a name for Mr. Satan's wife. We learned that his real name from Toriyama is Mark, which was a pun on Aku. Maku, And I know it's got some good little connections in there. So I said, hey, come up with a name for his wife. I loved a lot of the answers that came in. I'm still digging through some of them, actually. I want those of you to know that you, right there, you, who chose the name Lucy, yeah, there's about a billion of you who came up with that. And I thought that was a great name. Lucy, get it from... Lucifer? Oh, isn't that Very clever? cute. I like oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah. I like it. The number two entry that we're in from a lot of people was just straight up Lilith. Mr. Ava fan over here, what do you think about that?
2: Nice job. Good stuff. Good call.
0: A lot of very inventive ones in there as well. And unfortunately, there's just literally hundreds of them that I haven't gotten to. So why don't we choose a random number? It's going to be one through the number of entries that we receive with doubles in there for those of you who sent in a name. I'm so happy that it's a low number because I can count a lot less here. The winner is going to be number 22. So let's see who that is. Our winner. Let me throw in the drum roll here. A name familiar to the show, Tech-A-Man James, has one. Let me read the email here because we have a suggested name pun that isn't Lucy or Lilith. Not that those are bad. So, Techaman James says, Hello, fine folks of Dai Shoe EX. Mr. Satan's wife should have a name that is both as common as Mark, as well as topical to the pun for this family. With that in mind, I suggest Debbie. Taking the katakana for the English word devil, debiru, we remove the last character and create Debbie. That also means that both her and her daughter's names would stem from the same origin word. Seeing as how Debbie died after Videl was born, perhaps Mark decided to name the little tyke after her mother in this way? Well, hope you like the idea.
3: Awesome. Uh, That's really
0: good. I love it. Techman James, you have won a copy of each super exciting guide. We will be getting those right out to you as soon as I figure out... your name is and where you live so send that on over to me <laughs> i'll be in touch and we'll send that out to you we are not done with the contest stuff we're starting up another contest right here right now you got another two weeks to win something last week on the show we reviewed the dragon soul cd single it is the opening theme to dragon ball kai Remember, we mentioned that both copies that we got in one for us and one to give away on the show uh came with posters
1: yes yeah, very sexy sexy poster
0: Absolutely. We have to give a super, super huge big thank you to Draco Star Home for the donations to cover, uh, the CD singles. So this contest is thanks to her. Absolute huge thanks. Dragon Soul, here's what we're doing. Doing another random giveaway contest. No double bonuses this time. It's a free for all, one shot for everyone. Send them on in to contest at dizex.com. Mary, spell it for me.
1: That's spelled C-O-N-T-E-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com.
0: Thank you. Entries by Friday, June 19th at 12 noon eastern time giving away Dragon Soul. Information will be up on the site in addition to the podcast. So that's it, folks. Episode 178. We did it. We're back on track with manga. How do you feel?
1: I feel good. I'd feel better when it's done.
0: <laughs> what? freeze or the manga? Arc. Okay. Stuff. Julian, it was wonderful seeing you this episode. I know. Isn't it strange? It's nice. Unfortunately, I don't have a, a wide lens webcam so you can see all of us. Kind of turn it a, a little... And and there there's there's Mary just kinda hanging out and there's Jeff and
3: Okay. Me. Well I don't know, you can kinda see my apartment here. Let me uh Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, he's going to lift up the computer. <laughs> there's
3: my couch. and There's my bike.
0: There's
3: my laundry. On, getting paint. And hold on. I need to get my pants on. But
0: <sighs> uh, No, it's okay. I'm not taking pictures anymore. So I'll continue while you're putting your pants on. Okay. Mary. Yes. I'm going to get rid of you first.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Would you like to plug anything?
1: Nudge, nudge. Um, you got something to plug? I do. Yeah. Oh, well, I was on an episode of VG Convos. With wait,
0: wait. Hold up. What? There's a new episode of VG Convos. Those.
1: That's what I said. This is
0: craziness.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's coming out this weekend. Hells yeah, it is. Supposedly. It's done. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I participated in this episode. I think it was my first guest appearance on VG Convos and I heavily enjoyed it. So go ahead and check that out. Excellent. For spiffy topical news in the video game land. And alas, I cannot plug Temple of Trunks because I have not yet re-uploaded it. <laughs>
0: I, I actually set up the subdomain hosting. Oh, you did? you so we'll have to upload it. Oh, okay. It. That's
1: easy. Now that we're on super fast interwebs, we'll get that going after the show maybe.
0: Excellent. Well, so you. maybe
1: next time I can plug Temple of Trunks.
0: I think we should keep the joke going. How many episodes does it take till? Temple Temple of Trunks is up. (gasps) A one. A two. (laughs) A three. (laughs) Oh, Mary broke the internet again. Jeff. Hi. What do you want to plug, yo?
2: Um, I'm also on that VG Combos episode. Excellent. That's right. And I have my own show that you're on.
0: Excellent. So
2: that is Low Fidelity. You can check that out at L-O-F-I-D-E-L-I-T-Y dot I-N-F-O and, uh, download the new episode, enter the poll. Good stuff there.
0: Nice. It's, it's a two podcast weekend. Could have been a three, but we're on the off week for Low Fidelity.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, and I don't feel like pushing it. <laughs>
0: no, it's, it's all good. <laughs>
2: Thank you. No problem.
0: Julian. Yes. You're walking around. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you and I, Dazen <laughs>
3: That's right. We can be found at Dazen which is located on the internet at www.daizx.com. That's daizx.com. <laughs>
1: I want to do a mobile podcast. I know. What,
0: like, walk around while yeah, you're recording? i or...
1: confined to a chair and blows. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: sorry. We'll get up and do something now, all right? Okay. Well, the USB Jeez. headset
3: is not the same audio quality as yours.
0: Very much so. Mary, you sound wonderful. Julian sounds like... Does is sound that bad? No, it sounds pretty good for being in Japan with a cheap $30 Logitech headset. I I'm, think I have the same
2: one. Mike, I'm going to make a rig. Yeah? Which hangs my MXL from my head
0: <laughs> in front of my face. It's like chasing a carrot. I'm <laughs> gonna right. get
1: that microphone. You should attach a microphone to one of our scouters. Oh, Ooh. God. No, your head would fall over. It's yeah, too it's heavy. heavy. These
0: microphones are pretty heavy. We gotta get some really nice boom sands at some point. We're getting there. Anyway, so for Mary, over there. Over there? Over there.
1: Over there.
0: For Jeff over there. For the kitties in the background also. <laughs> the cats are now surrounding me. Help. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Good having you. Indeed. My name is Mike. For Julian over there. For Gitoex. EX. We'll check in next week. Julian, wrap this
3: shit up. EX podcast